can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. So I'm a little bit nervous, Joanna, about today's episode. Are you nervous, Hannah? Talk to me. I never thought that I would talk about this in public. Um, and <laughs> See, but, I feel but, like you mentioned it on episode one, didn't I you? I did, but I'm really going, we're going into, we're, we're going into detail. Okay. And so on right. that, what are we talking about on today's episode? On today's episode? episode, we're both chatting about our facial hair. Um, we have Ava from Ultraviolet coming to chat all things SBF, which you guys should absolutely listen to because most of you live in Australia, so. So it's very necessary that you listen to it. And of course, our products that we didn't know we needed. Today's Cringy Convo, we want to revisit a topic from our first episode, which was laser hair removal. We touched briefly on uh, facial hair and um, we want to talk about my beard. (laughs) (laughs) So... Hannah the other day was sitting in our desks and she was like, I actually can't believe we're talking about this on a podcast because Hannah, my mum. talked mom- about your anus <laughs> as if this is worse. Do you don't think this is worse? No. Anyway, tell the story, tell the okay, story. So we're sitting in our desks and she's like, oh, I hate now that I'm getting laser, you know, on my lip and my chin that I've got to shave. And I was like, <laughs> oh, is it that bad? And she's like, yeah, feel it. I felt under her chin and I was hysterically laughing. It was like a 14-year-old boy's chin. <laughs> Exactly what it's like. Can I feel it now? Uh, can I actually? Can I have a fresh shave this morning? Being very judgy about my um, beard. I think I've probably got more facial hair than you. Talk us through that, John. So, <laughs> I know that you're probably like, no, you don't. No, you don't. But you've, I've got full sideburns. Which I know you, I bleach. Yeah, yeah. But you don't have any sideburns. See, no, I've got my hair up today, don't. so I've really got them out and about. Um, and then last night, I actually had a laser session and I had my mono brow and my nose lasered. I was wondering about laser on the middle of the eyebrows. Yeah, I just think I, I could get a do really that. hardcore mono brow that I have to pluck every two I'm, days. Well, lucky for me, I only get one every few weeks. Yeah, you've only got your chin to worry about. Um, so I get, yeah, a lot of mono brow hair. But then also, I get like on my side profile, just the way my nose is shaped, mm-hmm. I get like these black hairs that sprout out of my nose and I'm so self conscious about it. And I forget about it though, because when I'm looking in the mirror, I don't see my side profile. <laughs> That's actually true. You wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I haven't looked up your nose that closely. Yeah. So yeah. I just thought I'll just have the little side bits lasered and that'll just kind of get Was rid that of those spiky hairs. No, like because the the place I went, actually, I was getting my anus done at the same time, okay. of course. Um, but no, not, it wasn't an add-on. So yeah. she did it for free. Yeah, so my... Um, they do my toes for free. Oh, that's nice of them. <laughs> I get hair on my, my yeah, big so toe. Yeah, so Yeah. Um, so no, and also Brazilian at this place included anus. Oh, God. The dream, right? The dream. That's what you want. That's what you want to hear. You don't have to ask for it. But I think we can agree that we both have a fair bit of facial Yeah. Hair. And look, I, and, and someone messaged me last night um, about after hearing the podcast that we hadn't even, that she just heard the anus chat. Yeah. And she was like, I have polycystic ovary syndrome and, um, you know, I struggle a lot with facial hair. Yep. And then I was like, it was just really opened up the conversation yeah. for her because she's like, yep. I'm really embarrassed about it. And it I was is, like, it's really hard. Well, yeah, just we... wait until our next episode comes out because we talk about my 
beard and how I have to shave yeah. it. So, if so we hope it makes you feel more yeah, comfortable. Yeah, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Pluck your, pluck your hairs on the couch in front of your partner. Exactly. It's fine. <laughs> so as you know, if you get laser hair removal, you have to shave the area. You can't wax or pluck. And so I got a, a man's shaver. <laughs> So I could use it on my face. And that, Add now- that to the product you didn't know you needed. <laughs> no, there's a product I didn't know I'd ever need. And so you have to shave. Usually I pluck my upper lip and my chin um, on the couch, as we know. And, um, yeah, so I've been shaving my face. If you get if you get your upper lip and your chin, you'll know that you have to do this. So it's not like it's abnormal. I'm very, very sure that it's very normal. Well, let's put a poll out let's on Instagram. Let's put a poll out on Instagram. Because I haven't experienced that yet. I do get a rogue grey hair in one of my eyebrows. And there's girls in the... Yeah, I get a rogue grey hair in my eyebrows do too. You? Yes. Oh, and It's my, really coarse and I have to like specifically get it. And you have to yes. find it. And yep. Yes. What's really good is that it's, it's exfoliating the bottom half of my yeah. face. You know how men... Apparently, age yeah um, at a age better slower, on the lower rate. Face. On the, yeah, yeah, so there is a silver lining to every story. <laughs> so, welcome to our next guest. Ava Matthews is the co-founder of Ultraviolet, which is probably the most hyped brand I think we've launched at a door this year. Hello, definitely, Ava. definitely <laughs> was so, so nice. yes, <laughs> and a sunscreen brand that we both use. Yeah, you got me using sunscreen. Oh. I think you've got a lot of people using sunscreen. Yes. Have you heard that from customers? Yeah, we actually have. It's it's ama- like that's the thing that that's why we're doing it. You know, it's when we get that kind of feedback, we're like, oh, this is so good. Like, so why did less you Botox, just- more sunscreen? Yes. yes. So why? I mean, Botox is fine. Don't get me wrong. It's <laughs> fine. But like, leave that for later. Don't be spending that money if you don't need. We to. actually spoke about this earlier because I was a sun worshiper in my twenties, and I would literally go out into the sun with no sunscreen on my face. And I just look back on that now and it makes me cringe. Like I can't believe that I did that. Ava and I are cringing as you I say. Know. <laughs> and then look, I know. you're not alone. No, and yeah. I and we t- we did talk about this on a previous episode. I started getting Botox at a, quite a young young age comparatively because mm. I had so much sun damage mm. on my face. Yes. And it's taken so long to reverse that damage. Yeah. And I wish that I had started on sunscreen. Started earlier. on sunscreen yeah. earlier. What made you decide to start ultraviolet? Um there's a few reasons. And I mean, I guess getting people to wear sunscreen every day is, is a great byproduct. But Beck and I, my co-founder, we were working in a product development department and, and a beauty retailer and, and we'd launched a lot of sunscreens for them. And so I guess we saw the opportunity to do something a little bit different than what had historically been done. I, I guess there was a lot of men in white coats and cancer talk and like really ugly packaging and really ugly formulations and we were like we can just we can do this we can make sunscreen sexy I think we can do it mm. it was kind of a relatively untapped part of the beauty market and it's not then that's not why we did it but we just saw the opportunity and we had experience in it and we knew it was something that you need to wear every day and and that people weren't and so we we just thought let's make sunscreen cool and I think the interesting thing that you mentioned when we first started stocking ultraviolet was that your focus isn't on scaring people about getting cancer but it's on the anti-aging side of sunscreen like it is the most powerful anti-aging ingredient you can have in your routine yes absolutely And, and you know cancer is obviously very important and you know call time on melanoma is a, is a 
is an amazing charitable organisation that are doing a lot of great work to raise awareness about melanoma. And, and I don't want to, you know, undermine that it's a, For sure. it's a huge issue, but a larger percentage of people aren't touched by skin cancer. They're, they're, what they're dealing with every day is um, their skin ageing and pigmentation and sagging and wrinkles. So, I mean, we wanted to really create a brand that spoke to that um, and was a part of your skincare routine and sat really beautifully with your other skincare products and really nicely under your makeup. So I was kind of more about like that everyday facial sunscreen rather mm-hmm. than like something you took to the beach or yeah. something, you know, you took on holidays. But obviously you still can and you should. But it was really about, I guess, ingraining those daily habits into people. And why do you think people hate wearing sunscreen so much? I, I definitely did. You did. Uh, look, I think... <sighs> Sunscreens have come a long way. I think a lot of us are kind of scarred from our childhoods of, yeah. you know, mums like making, like rubbing it on our, like literally you'd have to, you'd all you want to do is get into the water, but you'd have to stay there and wait for your sunscreen to sink in or you'd like, it'd be in your eyes and burning your eyes. Or, yes. And I think you're covered when you're a kid because your mum's putting it on you. You don't really have a choice, but I think it's kind of teenage age where you should start wearing it every day and, you know, your mum's probably telling you to wear it every day or your doctor or whoever, but you tried and you got pimples or you know yeah. your skin went really your skin was really greasy or your eyes were burning or you know any fa- any foundation you tried to put over the top of it was balling or peeling or separating or whatever you know K- Kate said this in Sydney Morning Herald article slash the age article uh, a couple of weeks ago that it is a grudge step it's yeah. kind of something mm. you you're told you have to wear um, you know you probably should wear it, but it's like not it historically hasn't been that nice to wear. Mm. So there's a lot of reasons, but I think that sunscreens have come a long way and that all, a lot of that kind of trauma from mm. your youth is not really relevant anymore. And one thing you didn't mention was the fact that they actually smell nice, unlike yes. the traditional yes. I know, I'm just sunscreeny like having, I'm, smell. Yeah, that sunscreeny smell. Yeah. You yeah. have really bad memories of that in your yeah. childhood. I think that's smelling bad thing that gives people PTSD. Yeah, Yeah, the PTSD (laughs) and the like the sand sticking to it and literally like basically burying itself into your skin and you like three days later you go to the toilet and find sand in your vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and having memories. Yeah, it's like all a part of that. But and I think um, what was really unique about ultraviolet was the serum. What made you guys decide to do a serum? You know, obviously when we're looking at the whole sunscreen market, most of the products are creams or lotions and we thought like, let's try and find something that's really lightweight because that's one of the other problems people have with sunscreen. It's thick and greasy. Um, So if you can make something that feels like nothing on the skin, people are probably going to wear it more. Yeah. Just something different. There are a lot of sunscreens in the market. There are a lot of sunscreens in Australia. So to, I guess, differentiate yourself and create a brand that's worth people investing in, you've got to stand out a bit. Well, I liked that you launched three products that are particularly tailored to specific skin types. So you Mm. weren't trying to put out a product that's like one size fits all because Mm. you know that with a sunscreen... Different formulas suit different skin types. So a lot of people ask us, which which ultraviolet product do I buy? So can you give us a little bit of a rundown of what each one is for or who it's for? So Queen's Green, as you mentioned before, which is the serum, that's really lightweight. Um, It's quite hydrating. It leaves a really beautiful glow on the skin um, and it just, it, it works really beautifully as a primer. So that's probably suited to 
most skin types. If you're if you're oily, maybe not because it does leave your skin looking very dewy. So if you're oily, you might be you know a bit more conscious of that kind of finish. So that might not be where you want to go. But for most skin types, like normal to dry to mature, like that's probably a really good option if you like. Glow. Can I say why I like that one? Yeah, is when I go to the tan on a Saturday. The tan walking track, yeah, yeah. and I don't, not too I don't, tan. you don't want to, no, 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 <laughs> I don't like, I want to, like, there's always hot guys at the tan, and so I just put on that um, queen screen, and my skin just looks glowy, and I don't need anything else. Yeah. but I also am being sun smart. You are, um, yeah. We get a lot of people saying that they love wearing it without um, foundation, and in fact, that using using queen screen has meant that they no longer need to wear um, foundation. So that's just a great byproduct I guess of that then supreme screen is like a kind of just like your does all wonder kind of sunscreen it's probably the one that if you were like oh I'm not sure what to try I'd say just go with supreme screen because you can't do wrong um we call it a hydrating one it is hydrating but it's not going to leave you greasy um or looking oily it's a bit more of a satin finish than than queen screen um and it's a really amazing primer and we've actually got a lot of people who are replacing their daily moisturiser with um, Supreme Screen because it is so hydrating. So that's Supreme Screen is pretty much great for everyone. Um, again, if you're like super, super oily um, and maybe like really acne prone, um, you probably still could wear that, but, you know, maybe might not be your number one. But I'd still say that for most people, like I read every single review on a Doors website, on our website, mm-hmm. on all the forums, and so I like I see a lot of people who are like, oh, I didn't really think this would work for me because I've got acne, but I really love it and it doesn't make me break out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, that's probably just the like safest option for people if they don't know what they want. And then we've got Clean Screen, which is a zinc-only um, mineral, and that is probably best for sensitive skin, really um, highly sensitive skin. And if you're really oily, because it, it is a bit more mattifying um, and and potentially acne prone. So zinc is in itself quite a mattifying ingredient. Um, does have a level of hydration, but not as much as the others. I mm-hmm. think it's probably a good time to tell us what the difference between a physical and a chemical sunscreen is. <laughs> we have Yay. all different levels of knowledge yeah. tuning in. Um, there's so much information on the internet about like the difference and what's better and what's worse. Very conflicting, isn't it? It is really conflicting. And there's no one that comes out and says definitively, this is the right, this is the correct information. Even Mm -hmm. dermatologists have differing point of views. Like based on all the research we've done and physical sunscreens are basically comprised of two ingredients, which is titanium dioxide and zinc. And um, they are, well, they're probably better for sensitive skins. There's, in terms of the way that they work, there's not a huge amount of difference in how, a, in how a physical sunscreen works versus a chemical. They both, people used to say that um, physical sunscreens um, reflected all the UV. Yeah. Um, and that's not actually true. They mm-hmm. reflect about 5 to 10% yep. and then um, absorb the rest, whereas a chemical absorbs all, all of the rays. But... Um, it's not like that. One's a blocker and one's an absorber, as, as yep. what people used to think. Yeah. Um. So in terms of how they work, there's not a huge amount of difference. Um. Zincs are great for um, blocking UVB, so the burning rays. Mm-hmm. Um. There are obviously a lot of technological advances recently, which have meant that um. You know that they're better as UVA protectors, but chemical sunscreens have historically been better at kind of that. Uh, full like broad, broad spectrum yeah 
package. I was recommended a physical sunscreen because mm. I have rosace, rosacea on my cheeks. So mm. I was recommended a physical to reduce where possible the amount of heat that was being absorbed yeah. into my skin and then causing me to flare up mm. because I react to sun, heat and sunscreen yeah. as well. So that was recommended for me. But as you said, it it still it's, does absorb yeah. and and turn that into heat, yes. but just maybe not as much. As not as much, does. and the heat that the the heat that is being created by chemicals is a really small amount. It's yeah. actually not that much. Yeah. Um, the other reason they might may have recommended a physical is because if it contains zinc, as I said, it's really anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why people with any kind of skin um, irritation or inflammation issues are generally prescribed um, a physical. Whereas I I personally prefer a chemical. I think you can get a, a nicer texture. I was I, just going to say that. Yeah. People are probably thinking, well, why wouldn't I just use a physical then? Yeah. But it's because you can get a nicer texture from a chemical sunscreen. You can. And you can go a lot higher. And there's a, mm-hmm. and generally, like this is obviously a, a generalisation, but um, the amount of UVA that's blocked from a chemical is higher. I mean, look, I'll, I'll always say this, the best sunscreen is the one that you want to wear every day. Yeah, so at very, the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Like chemical, physical, unless you've got some sort of, you know, skin inflammation issue that requires you to wear a mineral sunscreen um, or it's a personal preference, like just find one you want to wear every day and wear it. Any sun protection is better than no sun protection, Absolutely. Right? And Absolutely. I also see on, your inst- on Ultraviolet's Instagram a lot is – you have to wear sunscreen in winter, mm-hmm. particularly in Australia. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a bit about that? Well, look, the Cancer Council says that you should be wearing sunscreen um, for any days where the UV goes, the UV level goes over, I think it's two or three. 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 Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Expert over yeah, here. No. Where'd that come from? <laughs> three. I did okay. an Instagram post on it. Did you? Okay. Yeah. I had to do a lot of... No, it I was really hard to find the information. It is really yeah. hard because there's so, many, there's so much... Um, there's so many conflicting points of view. But like the Cancer Council did say it was over three and most parts of Australia in winter at some point of the day... It will be over It three. will be over three. Yeah. That's absolutely... There's like... I think there's a month in Sydney where the average UV index is like maybe under three but and I think that might be July that's just based on averages in Melbourne it might be a couple of months but like look if you're going to get into a habit just do it every day yeah Mm. um the other thing is that's the UV index is um referring to UVB levels so that's like the burning aspect Mm -hmm. it doesn't really cover the UVA yeah um, which is the one that does the daily damage and gives you pigmentation, wrinkles, sagging, all of the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not really talking, like referring to that. So if you're skiing, for example, and you've got the reflection of the snow plus you're at the higher altitude, yep. you're going to get more UVA damage. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, but absolutely, like just just if you're going to do it for 10 months, like why are you going to stop for the two months of yeah. the year? That you, like just be safe. Just put mm-hmm. it on once. Has sunscreen always been like a big part of your routine? For me, it's been a new thing. No. And I think it's. I think as soon as I started to see ageing, I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh, what am I doing? What have I done? Yeah. No, embarrassingly, it hasn't. Um, I wish I was one of those people that was like, my mom kept me in a bubble. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I had to wear – my mom made me one of the, wear one of those like weird caps with the flaps on the back. <laughs> My mum used to tell me she would use baby oil. My mum did too. Yeah, so did mine. Yeah, it was with, the 60s and yeah. 70s. My mum went to the solarium when I was a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was 100%. I've still got friends in the UK who go to the um, go to the solarium. And yeah. I'm like, that's why you're going to Shame on you. Shame yeah. On yeah. You. <laughs> I think a lot of us just thought 
you needed a sunscreen when you went to the beach. Yeah. And that thinking has only very recently changed. Very recently. Like I would say, you know, 2015 maybe people started talking about it as yeah. an anti-aging There'd be still product. people listening to this that are going, oh, my God, am I meant to be talking about every day? Yeah. Oh, I mean, retinol yes. has become so popular. Exactly. And, and laser. Yes. And all of those kind of treatments where you need, you know, you, you actually, your skin has become more sensitive to sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's the other thing, like, I guess, all of it. And I think, you know, I, I'm a part of this beauty chat forum where people are like, oh, I'm 21, I'm thinking about Botox and filler, like any, no, other, SPF, skin, yeah. any other skincare advice and literally everyone will jump on and be like, just start wearing SPF. Yes. Yeah. If you totally. start wearing SPF now, you'll be fine. Like you're, yeah. you're starting ahead of most people. Or just use skincare in general. Yeah. I love that people's first thing is, I'm just going to go and get <laughs> yeah, but I, when I But when I was not educated about skincare or SPF, uh, that was my That's first why thought. we created this podcast. That's why we created this podcast. To, <laughs> please don't make the same mistake that I made. And you yeah. have to start getting Botox at such a young age. No. Um, really, like I was looking at my skin at 25, so sun damaged, so textured, just um, pigmentation, the whole mm. thing. And I just wish that I knew back then mm. that that was such a simple fix. Yeah. I know. I think a lot of people face did. tan. Just use face tan. Absolutely. That's all you need to do. Absolutely. The, the sunscreens are really good these days, and the fake tans are really good these days. Really, no good. one needs to bake themselves. No. Yeah. If someone could just create like a fake tan that was basically almost like a tattoo, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> hey, we maybe I think we might all use a different ultraviolet sunscreen. Yeah, we do. We do. Which yeah. one do you use? Clean. I use Supreme. Supreme, yeah, and I use Queen. I use all of them, but Queen yeah. is probably my go-to. Supreme's my go-to because I'm the lazy one here and I just like yeah. to do that instead of primer and moisturiser yeah. in the morning. Or do you wear it instead of moisturiser? Yeah. Is, oh, that, yeah. is that okay? No, that's good. Yeah. I just, I just, a I lot do of my people serums. who are quite dry need a moisturiser underneath, but then I've heard, obviously, I've, a lot of people do wear it without, but I, it makes me really happy when people are using uh, I use their day. I use a really good hydrating serum, serum yeah. and then I do that over the top. Yeah, amazing. And then I usually don't wear makeup to work, so that's... No. So I way. use clean screen. Um, I really like the texture of that. As I said, I have more sensitive skin, so that seems to work for me. Um, but I do like to use a moisturiser underneath that one. But I do. I have the queen screen for when I want to go out and impress because when you're it's so. The tan. Yeah, when I'm in like <laughs> my short shorts, my Lululemon short shorts, um, and my queen screen. Oh, beautiful! You don't surprise me. No one speaks to me. <laughs> you <laughs> need to get yourself a dog. Straight. Yes. You need maybe to get yourself I need my, a dog. my queen screen, my Lululemon short shorts, and a dog. And yeah. a dog. My one of my really good friends used to come and borrow my dog to go. Wow. Bondi to Bronte. Yeah, we. Had had a staffy oh, and she would be like, Good I'm tip. coming to pick up Polly. <laughs> I was like, great, means I don't have to walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> Very good tip. So thank you, Ava, for oh, joining us. Thank Avery's you. From Ultraviolet for anyone who missed that. You can buy Ultraviolet online. We will be linking all of the products that we spoke to in the episode notes. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Bye. Ava. Thank you. Product we didn't know we needed. <laughs> So that time again. It's that time again. Uh, what is the product that you didn't know you needed this week? So my pick this week, which I've recommended to quite a few people, is the Vita Liberata Body Blur. And when you said this earlier, you were like, oh, yes, that's my – and I was like, no, I know you I want to do it. it. And I wanted to steal it because <laughs> legit, this stuff's amazing. It makes your skin look airbrushed. Obviously with the name, it is for your body. 
You technically can use it on your face, but I'd only recommend using it on your body. It's like a body makeup. It's got a little bit of shimmer in it and it just makes your skin look so amazing. Like it's been photoshopped and I wore it to a masterclass and it was Tennille J's masterclass and I told her that I had it on and then I sent it to her and she's obsessed with it now as well. It is amazing. It's so good. And so many people that I talked to at that masterclass about it then went and bought it as well because it looks so good. It just makes you look flawless. Like any veins or old patchy tan, it covers all of that. It's just so I think the good. old patchy tan, I remember I went to get a spray tan and usually yeah. the girl that does it's amazing and I got this girl that just – it was the weirdest oh, spray tan I've ever that? had. She did it so far away and then oh. close and then it was completely patchy and I'm too polite to say, sorry, that's not what I wanted. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't think you're that polite. Okay. I've I just, been at I was, with I, you. I think I was <laughs> naked and I just didn't quite uh, know yeah. how to. It's a different format. Yeah, it's a different format to a restaurant when they yeah. put mushrooms in my food. She does not take it I well. I do not take it well at all. Um, and... I got home and it just was it, – I even washed it off and there was – my arm was completely patchy and so I was uh, like, I know what to do. And I did the Vita Libra body blur and it just smooths everything out. Yeah, makes it, look it does. Anything, any imperfections, it just makes it look better. So women with like um, spider veins on their legs, I feel like it makes a difference with that. I've got a few coming up. Thanks for that, mum. I highly, highly recommend. The only thing I'll say is it's quite messy in the sense that you need to use a glove. I use my hands. I, I don't do, find it messy. I, I do it naked. So I'm, I don't have my clothes on. I'm not f- trying to move around clothes. Don't you find though that it does stain your hands a little bit. I wash my hands straight away. It doesn't so stand, do I. stain maybe my I put, hands. Maybe I just put so much on. You probably do. Knowing you, you probably put way too much on. You go through a tube every remember? time you use it. We were out, we were out in Sydney one night and um, I'd put so much body blur on and Micah, our um, category, manager. category manager. So Micah, our category manager, was like, you put way too much fake tan on. Yeah. And I was like, Micah, it's too late now. We're out yeah. at an event. Thanks. Yeah. You could have just kept that to yourself this time. Yeah. I can't take a shower here. Yeah, I right can't now. right I'm now. So, Hannah, what's your product that you didn't know you needed? So, the product that I didn't know I needed is hair clips. I've been using the Valet hair clips. Actually, funny story, I saw them on an Instagram post. I sent them to our hair care buyer and was like, please get these. <laughs> Within a month, we got them. And I. You always make fun of me when I come to events. Well, you rock up and you're like, oh, I didn't have time to do my hair. Because <laughs> it takes me like an hour to curl my hair properly. I'm actually getting better now that I have that new curl bar, Yeah, um, which is really easy to curl my hair with now. But I usually can't be bothered curling my hair and or washing my hair for that matter. Yeah. So the hair clips are really good because they make you look really – they still make your hair look cute and she done. She puts one in each side. She yes. does this thing where it's like – Kind of next to her eyebrows. Like yeah. One, like, yeah, and my mum says I look really young. She's yeah. like, wow, you look so young today. I'm like, it's the hair clips. <laughs> Always. That's She's a like, great strategy. You look like a child. And, you know, I wear that, um, that like, Paddington bear jacket. Yeah. Yeah, so I wear two leopard print hair clips and then I wear a Paddington bear jacket and it's what I it's exactly how I used to dress when I was five years old. <laughs> and my mum always looks at me when I'm dressed like that. She's like, you're you just look like when you were five. And I was like, that's what I'm going for. I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> Everything I do is to like 
try to make myself look younger. <laughs> um, no, I'm joking. I'm fine with getting old. She's totally, not. I'm totally <laughs> fine with it. I'm totally at peace with it. And yeah, <laughs> I'm aging. Not. I'm aging gracefully. <laughs> So, so it's over. I did it. I talked about it. You all know about my beard now and the fact that I shave it. And my monobrow. Yeah. It's all okay, guys. We're all in this together. It's not quirky. No one should feel ashamed. No. We're and it's, all here to share. And I know I call these quirky beauty habits, but they're not. Because it's just shit people do behind closed doors. Exactly. And, and they, they don't, don't talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> um, keep, uh, lo- I'm loving some of the reviews that we've been getting. Like, yes, yes for the anus add-on. Yes. yes. Keep Let- reviewing on Apple Podcasts, by the way, because <laughs> we live for these reviews. We actually text we each do. other every time and we say, yeah. we want to be friends with you. Sometimes so- I read them before bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got nothing else to do. Yes. Yeah, love it. Okay, guys, well, we'll see, see you next, next week. week. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.